Hello, folks. Welcome to the State Tax Show, your home for the world of state and local taxes. I'm your host, Matt Hunsaker. On today's show, a special treat interview with Mike Sims in our Philadelphia office on tax drama in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Hey guys, we got a great interview, so we're going to get right into it today. I'm going to share with you an interview I did with Mike Sims, who's in our Philadelphia office, on some really interesting things that are going on in Pennsylvania. So here it is. I think today we want to talk a little bit about some, I don't know if you want to call it drama or not, but some (laughs) political issues going on, political or procedural issues going on in the Pennsylvania courts. So maybe you can kick us off by telling us a little bit about the DNR sports case. Yeah, that's it's it's a procedurally interesting case. The taxpayer failed to file in a timely manner and then at Commonwealth Court raised some additional arguments. And and the court held, well look, taxpayer, you didn't raise these arguments at the Board of Appeals. You didn't raise them at the Board of Finance and Revenue. You didn't raise them in your petition for review at Commonwealth Court. And now in your brief, you're raising these issues for the first time. And the court held, look, under our rules of appellate procedure, even though we do hear things de novo, that does not give us jurisdiction to hear those issues when you've not raised them anywhere. A reminder that taxpayers should preserve issues. The open question... And, and I'm not sure that it's that open, is if a taxpayer does not raise an issue at the Board of Appeals or the Board of Finance and Revenue, but then raises the issue for the first time in its petition for review at Commonwealth Court, I believe that that is sufficient. But at the same time, why tempt fate and, and why, um, why, why not just you know, be, be cautious and prudent and raise issues uh, at the levels below, at the Board of Appeals and Board of Finance and Revenue. Okay, so that you know that's an interesting case, but I don't think that's the most interesting thing going on in Pennsylvania right now. So, tell us a little bit about Synthes. In Synthes, we have a very unusual situation where the Office of Attorney General is representing the Commonwealth. And and we have the Department of Revenue intervening. And at oral argument, the court said, well, wait a minute. It seems like neither the Department of Revenue nor the Attorney General raised the issue of the statutory interpretation that the Board of a Board of Finance and Revenue applied. And then the court went on to say, and the parties have stipulated that the taxpayer has provided sufficient evidence to support its refund claim. And therefore, under DNR Sports, if neither the department nor the Office of Attorney General raised these issues until the pleadings, they didn't file file a counterclaim, they didn't file a petition uh, for review. So aren't they barred from raising these issues? And since the parties have stipulated that the taxpayer has provided sufficient evidence to support the amount of its refund claim. 
isn't it game over? <laughs> and so they may not reach, reach the substantive issue, which is um, the interpretation of UDITPA section 17, which Pennsylvania has adopted verbatim. And that's the, that's the cost of performance rule. Yes, that's the cost of performance rules, which the Department of Revenue interprets to be effectively market. The Office of Attorney General, again, something very, very interesting here in Pennsylvania, um, dramatic, if you will. The, the Office of Attorney General says, look, we read Section 17 to be cost of performance, the traditional interpretation that almost every state has taken, and uh, not market. And that's where you have or why you have this situation where both the Department of Revenue and the Attorney General are in are representing the Commonwealth in this case, and they're taking mutually exclusive positions and mutually exclusive interpretations of the statute, which when you think about it is just I mean, we have enough uncertainty already in the state and local tax world. Why do we need <laughs> two branches within government? taking conflicting positions to exacerbate the uncertainty. Okay, so let, let me make sure I understand this correctly, because I'm afraid listeners may get confused by all the moving parts here. So we have Synthes, who is up against the Office of Attorney General, who is taking a position of you know, you know, the traditional cost of performance under uh, subsection 17. Correct. And then you have the Department of Revenue in a separate case, arguing that Section 17 is market. And so now the Department of Revenue is trying to intervene in the case that the Office of Attorney General is handling, handling with, with uh, Synthes? Yes, yes, exactly. Right. So in Synthes, we have an in-state taxpayer, and they're claiming, hey, we filed under the, the traditional interpretation of <laughs> Section 17 because the greater cost of our performing our services occurred in Pennsylvania. We filed 100% apportionment to Pennsylvania, but now we see that the Department of Revenue is taking, is interpreting Section 17 as effectively being market. So we're coming in for a refund and saying, well, only whatever, 4%, 8% of our sales are in Pennsylvania. We should get a refund of 94, 90, uh, whatever percent, 92% of our, um, of the tax we paid. We should only have a 4 or 8% factor, not a uh, 100% fact, sales factor. So at the end of the day, though, this substantive issue, if I hear you correctly, we may not even get to it because the court may say, Look, Office of Attorney General, you didn't dispute this in any of the pleadings below, so we can't hear the argument. That's right. That is that is absolutely right. And so there are actually three issues here in in Synthes. One is the uh, procedural issue under DNR sports that we talked about. Then the second is what is in the in the judges spent quite a bit of time. Um, questioning the Deputy Attorney General on this issue at oral argument, what is the jurisdiction of the Attorney General and who does the Attorney General represent? Do they represent the Commonwealth? Do they represent the Department of Revenue? Is the Department of Revenue and the Commonwealth the same? 
And it, it was a really interesting oral argument, and they were pressing the deputy attorney general on these issues. Yeah, well, this is interesting because it seems like you almost need a parent in the room to say, who wins here, the Department of Revenue under the governor or the Office of Attorney General? And as I understand it, the, those are two politically separate entities. That's right. They are separate elected officials. The attorney general is a separate elected official, separate and apart from the governor. And back in 1976, the legislature created the Office of Attorney General. And at oral argument, it, it became clear that under the act, Commonwealth Attorneys Act in 1976, that the legislature basically created two law firms. And if you will, the attorney general is kind of like the outside law firm representing the Commonwealth. And the uh, Office of General Counsel, which is you know where the chief counsel from in the Department of Revenue reports up to, and again, then up to the governor, uh, that's more or less the the in-house uh, law firm. And the question is, well, what happens when the in-house and the outside law firm <laughs> disagree? Who, whose opinion um, is is the one that gets to go before the court? Or like you said, now that we have, you know, we, maybe we need a parent in the room to say which one has, has the authority. And in the meantime, the rest of us, throw our hands up in the air, not knowing what Section 17 means in Pennsylvania. On that substantive issue, I think that we're going to be seeing litigation on this issue for at least five, if not 10 more years. And the reason is that we may not get a decision until, I don't know, say six, nine months from now on, on the other case that's going to be uh, being uh, where they may reach the sub finally reach the substantive issue, but the law changed as of January first, twenty fourteen, to go to market, but it only went to market for services, and I'm using air quotes, and the statute doesn't define what a service is. So you have an open question, um, say with interest, is interest a service? You know, patents, royalties, are, are those uh, pen royalties, copyright royalties, trademark royalties, are those a service? And if not, then which interpretation would would apply? So I think we're going to be, it's almost as if the legislature has invited taxpayers to continue litigating this issue <laughs> for for another round or another phase. Well, this sounds very interesting, and I... Hope that you'll keep me up to date as these cases progress. Never a dull moment in Pennsylvania. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you, Matt. I hope you guys found that interesting. I sure did. That's all we have for this week. So until next week, this is Matt Hunsaker for The State Tech Show. The State Tax Show podcast is produced by Baker and Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. The hiring of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.